G'day and welcome to the SOARcast. Today we're doing something a little bit different. We're down in Fremantle, Western Australia, and we're interviewing a street artist. We're going to talk about his art, what this space is, and how he used a drone to capture the art. Thanks for joining the SOARcast, where we talk about drones, and aircraft, and satellites, and how they relate to geospatial products found on the SOAR platform. Okay, well, welcome back everyone to the SOARcast, and this is Darren, I'm here with uh, Barry. And Barry is a street artist based in Western Australia. How you doing today, Barry? I'm good, yeah, great. Yeah, good, good that um, we could catch up today. It's early on a Tuesday, and yeah, we wanted to um, catch up with Barry and, and check out his street art and, and get a little bit of insight on that. And of course, we use the trusty Phantom 3 standard to uh, capture the action. Um, so Barry, maybe you could uh, introduce yourself. Um, maybe just tell us how you got into street art and tell us a little bit more about street art. So yeah, my name's Barry, I'm 26. I was born in uh, Derby in Western Australia and um, I've been like painting and doing street art for maybe 10 years now. Um, started just like doing tags and graffiti around Frio, um, like just like using pens and markers and stuff to scribble on things and then um, as that kind of progressed I got better and better and decided to move into um, street art and start doing like bigger stuff that's a bit more colorful and um, uh, move away from like classic graffiti style into a, like a more approachable form of art so um, that's when I started using a roller pole instead of like uh, like spray cans uh, just because you can cover a wider surface, and I like doing big scale things. And that's kind of my that's kind of my style at the moment. Um, and yeah, so I started um, doing murals on the floor about two years ago, just because it was the, an untouched space and somewhere that um, hasn't like already been painted over. And so I did one in Wycombe Valley which was like a bunch of circles on the ground. And then um, I went even bigger than that in another spot in white gum, just like freestyling lines with a roller pole and the paint roller. And then um, uh, my friend started this initiative here in Westgate Mall um, where anybody can just come and paint for free and um, without like fear of prosecution. So um, then I showed her some photos of some of the floor murals that I've done and then she loved it and she said that I should come and do one here and so that's when I started on this mural and it took me about a month to complete so there's 30 lines in this one and each line takes about an hour and a half to complete and I can I do maybe two to three lines per session because anything longer than that and my arms start to get sore and I start to run out of energy so I wish I could have done it all in a couple of days but um, physically I'm, I can only really do two or three lines and each line is about four litres of paint and 
I get all my paint from a recycling centre here in Fremantle. So the paint that I use was just destined for landfill, but um, I uh, decided to make some art with it instead. Uh, I like getting all my paint for free because uh, it's pretty expensive otherwise. So a mural like this would have cost the council about $8,000, including like the labour. Um, but I just did it for free because I believe in street art and the culture around it and I'm really into like artist-based uh, and artist-run initiatives. And um, if anybody wants to paint, just go down to 3.0 Paint Store in Fremantle and sign up and then you can come down here and paint for as long as you like. Oh, th that's great, um, Barry. I, um, I thought I, maybe I'll just give a backstory about, about this space as you shared it with us. And so, uh, yeah, this is Westgate Mall and sort of the central um, Fremantle. And this space is going to be redeveloped. So just off to our right, there's an old building here that's gonna get torn down, I think you said in about six months, and it's gonna be apartments. And that's a lot of what happens here at Fremantle is um, spaces get, I guess, redeveloped. But in the meantime, they kind of sit idle and they're unused or um, they just get worn down. So yeah, like, like Barry was saying, like Barry was saying, um, this is totally sanctioned. So this is sanctioned by the, the council, and and yeah, it's just a way to keep the um, the space alive. So, what what do you, how do you think this this changes the space? So before it was uh, sort of blank um, paving, and and possibly a bit dirtier. So what do you what do you think? How do you think that um, a mural this big, going across the ground, changes this space? Uh, yeah, so it was just grey pavement before and now there's like 30 different colours. I think it makes it way more inviting when it's more colourful and um, yeah, so it invites people to walk down this alleyway that's kind of been forgotten about here in Frio. Um, yeah, it just makes it a lot prettier um, and like colours can like help to relax people a lot and just like um, yeah, it's totally transformed this space. It was just like boring and nobody walked down here before. Um, but yeah, since it's been painted, I've noticed like an increase in foot traffic and people um, don't like, they just come down here to look at the art. They don't have, they don't like, because it's a cut through, you can, it's a shortcut. You can walk all the way through. Um, but people have just been walking down here to look at stuff and then walk back again. And all of the comments that I've got have been super positive. Everybody's been loving it so far. Um, they've just been like commenting on how much they like enjoy the street art and how like um, just just yeah improves their day. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And for uh, the people that are, that are joining us, um, Barry and I caught up. I think it was either f over Facebook or Instagram. And I have an interest in uh, in this type of, of street art, photographing it um, from straight down. And so, um, Barry, I, I just thought I would ask, um, how's how's your exposure going? Like, what what's the a vehicle to um, to get more notoriety or, or get more jobs or opportunities? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so, I've just started my own art Instagram. I think it's like marketing and management is like um, it's like all social media based these days. Um, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much the way that I've been like trying to um, like expose my art and show it to people. Uh, it's way easier online. Um, but 
also just actually doing it just being out on the street for like extended periods of time like working on something just like you meet a lot of people and that's like the opportunity that the opportunity that those people have to like speak to you and ask you questions and um uh, and that's how you meet other people as well that are in the business is just by having a paintbrush or a spray can in your hand on the street so people can like identify you and see like um, like the kind of things that you're into. Um, so yeah, it's usually uh, social media like Instagram or just being on the street, being present and talking to people. Yeah, I like, I like what you said about that element of uh, street art is that um in a way, it's the communities involved because they're there, they're giving you feedback, and yeah. and um, it's sort of a, a a work in progress or a living a living tool. Um, one last question: This, no, this keep them keep them coming. Okay, <laughs> uh, this space. Um, maybe you can just give us a bit of insight of of um, either your planning or your inspiration. What made you What right. made you choose these? I know you said these colors are um, sort of random or, or whatever you could get, but what made you choose this ge this geometry? Um, so I like doing the lines because it's really simple. The lines are the width of a single roller sleeve. These are 270 millimeters. Um, and like, I'm not like a, like traditional, like skilled artist or like I can't sketch. I can't really draw faces or people or like buildings or anything. So I've just developed this style which is just like single stripes with the one roller pole and um, I've just been rolling with that um, uh, over the past six months or so, just developing that style in itself. Um, but yeah, so I've done some, I've done lines and murals that are all wiggly and like a just freestyle with no lines. But this one, I decided to just go with straight lines um, because there's uh, pavers on the ground and that act, they act as a grid. So um, it's really easy to do perfect straight lines. And it's something that I'd never tried before, just going like perfectly straight. Um, as for the geometry, I wanted to do some like letters. So I wanted to um, write Frio or I wanted to like write Barry or something. But then I decided um, just to do Frio because it's four letters nice and simple um, so the the stripes go horizontal for the entire um, length and then in the middle where the letters are all of the um, the inside like the fill of the letters are vertical so it's the same um, it's the same pattern of colors so it's it's just as if the inside of the letters were turned like uh, clockwise 90 degrees um, and yeah I like doing I like using the same colors just because like makes it a cool effect, kind of looks trippy and like I like um, trippy artists like uh, Escher, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, all good. I know I said last question, I have one more question. That's right. <laughs> have you taken many drone shots of your, of your art? Um, only just recently actually because I never get to see what my art looks like until it's finished, until I like contact somebody who owns a drone. Um, so I always love looking at the finished product because often it's really different to what I think it looks like. Um, so I've taken a few. I've got my friend to take a few for me. Um, but it took me so long to try and find somebody with a drone that wanted to come and 
like be proactive about it and like take some snaps so much so that one of my murals started to fade because it was like almost eight months in between fin finishing it and finding a drone pilot um, but yeah so I've taken a few I took my friend took a couple of this one um, at midday when the shadow was like halfway through it and they look pretty cool but um, it'd be nice to like see some that are just like all the same um, like amount of shade um, but yeah, one day I'll buy a drone because um, I think drones are really important to map out a space first before um, I go ahead and paint it because it's nice to know exactly how big it is and what it's gonna, what the finished product is gonna look like in relation to all the other stuff that's around it. Um, and especially when you're painting on the ground and there's buildings around, you don't get to see what the top of the buildings look like, and they could be like a colour that doesn't work with your painting or um, there could be heaps of unused space that you could have incorporated into your painting as well. Um, but yeah, I've taken a few drone shots already but looking forward to taking a whole bunch more. Alright, well thanks Barry and thanks for joining us for the Sortcast and thanks for tuning in. And that's all we have time for today. Tune in to our next SOARcast for more discussion on geospatial products and imagery found on SOAR.